I'm Noelle, the host of Pop Punk and Pizza, and today I'm joined by Sam from I Am the Spirit. So, how are you today? I am fine. This is uh, yeah, this is good. <laughs> yeah. So, first off, I wanted to ask, where are you from? Yeah. So, I grew up just north of New York City, but um, recently I've been based out of both Clearwater, Florida, and Naples. Nice. Yeah, I really wish I lived in Florida, especially in the winter, and it's freezing cold. And I live in the Midwest. Oh man, I actually, I went to um, college in the Midwest, so I, really? I'm familiar with those single digit days. Yeah. It's like the high is 12 and the low is six, but right. um, yeah, <laughs> last week um, here, it was like a low 55 for a lot of the week. And I was like, and it was raining and it was London type weather. And I was like, this is terrible. But then mm-hmm. I looked, you know, to my side and see a palm tree and thought like, okay, this is the worst it's going to get. Like I yeah. can handle this. It's not too bad. As long as it's palm trees you know this beaches yeah. it's nice exactly <laughs> but uh do you play all the instruments in your band besides the drums all the instruments besides the drums that's right yeah okay cool so you're like multi-talented <laughs> so uh, would you yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, pretend. yeah but would you ever consider adding more members to for like live shows or something oh yeah definitely yeah yeah i would love that yeah that's cool so uh you describe your music as positively oriented pop punk. So can you tell me more about that? Yeah. And like kind of what that means. Yeah. So I've been listening to pop punk for like over 20 years and, um, and I love the style and I, it's just like fun, catchy, exciting. Um, but as I got older and I listened to a lot of the same songs, I kind of grew out of some of the messaging of the lyrics. I still listen to all the same stuff that I did growing up because like I love it and connect with it um, to some degree. But I wanted to have something where it was like all the same kind of guitars and drums and bass, but the lyrics had positive messaging. Mm-hmm. So like when someone listened to the music, they were like, I don't want to say like programming their mind to have like better beliefs, but that's kind of the idea that like, okay, if you're going to, if you like fall in love with a song, you're going to listen to it hundreds or thousands of times. Mm-hmm. And so if the lyrics have helpful meanings behind them and you keep listening to it, like, I don't know, maybe you'll start believing it, you know? And I thought right. like, that'd be really cool. So, and I thought there was a space for that in the genre. Um, so that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of my thinking behind it. Yeah. That's really cool because, yeah, definitely most punk music, I would say right now is kind of like uh, like a lot of it is angry and like negative, you know, kind of talking about that, which can be helpful too, you know, if you're feeling the same way and you want to get your emotions out. But also, like, I feel like the positively oriented pop punk could also be helpful. And, you know, like you said, if you just like keep listening to it, it might be able to, you know 
like you have a different mindset, you know? So that's cool. Yeah. Um, so how did you decide to start releasing music? Um, well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> okay. So I started recording, um, in 2002 okay. and like, so back then, um, it was a lot harder to make like good, like to make music sound good from home. Um, yeah. and so at that time I had, uh, it was called a Roland VS 840. And so it was, mm. it was, it was kind of digital, but you couldn't plug it into a computer and you recorded everything on a, I don't even know if you know what this is. Do you know what a zip disc is? No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it's, yeah, it was like, it was about the size of, I don't know, a little, like a deck of cards and yeah. it's kind of thick and you recorded onto that. And then when you wanted to okay. try to get your music on the computer, you had to like have another disc that was formatted for your computer. Cause this one was formatted for this machine and yeah. you switch them back and forth and sit there for like 45 minutes just to like get it to convert oh. your song, to get it onto the computer. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I did that for a couple of years and I was at that time, I was like, I don't know, 12 years old. And, um, but when I was 14, I was able to get a system that actually like worked with my computer and those were really hard yeah. to get in those days. So they were like really expensive and, you know, and there wasn't a lot for the home studio, <clears throat> excuse me. So anyway, so I started recording, um, at home and my basement and, um, I had like sort of a band. It wasn't that serious, but we recorded some music, but then other people like got word that I had recording equipment and it was really uncommon in those days to have like a decent setup in, at your house. And so mm -hmm. local bands throughout the county would start coming and recording. And I thought like, oh, this is really cool. Like maybe like, maybe this could be a thing. Um, yeah. But then it didn't become a thing, but I kept <laughs> recording on my own for years. And I just never, I guess my music didn't seem to like make sense. It was, I would try to write these songs that I thought were like, oh, like I'm not gonna be formulaic. Like I'm gonna be like cool, yeah. like different. <laughs> but then like people would listen to it and say, this is like all over the place. It's not like I can't connect with this. Yeah. And it wasn't until um, the summer of 2017 where I started um, recording more seriously. I had like a gap. I was I was in school and then I took a break and I was gonna go back to school and I had a summer and I thought, all right, like this is the, like let me actually see if I can create a few songs that that like have different parts that make sense that fit together like it tells a story it's a song it works mm -hmm. and um i did and one of those songs became onward and upward which is the one i just released a couple of weeks ago awesome yeah. yeah that's interesting to hear that you started out with that um what did you call it, it was like a zip disc yeah so it was basically yeah, it was, it was an electronic seems... machine that with like this old-fashioned thing at this point yeah <laughs> yeah it seems very like complicated to use and like very time consuming but yeah right now it's like a lot different so that's cool um so you worked on your new song onward and upward with producer kyle black who has worked with other bands like pierce avail paramore and state champs so i was wondering how did you get him to produce it for you and like what was it like working with him yeah kyle's the best um he's super cool yeah i just like i anyway um so <laughs> This is all right. So I I had released two songs under my name. Mm -hmm. um, and um, so I did that with a local um, producer mixer in Naples. <clears throat> and uh, some time passed and he got really busy and he had started working on um, this third song, which is the one I did with ended up doing with Kyle. 
but we never finished it. And then like, I took some time off, did some other things, came back, like reworked some of the song and then wanted to finish it with him. And he was really busy and couldn't do it. And, Mm -hmm. and I thought like, Oh, I'm already like really invested with this guy. And this is terrible. Like, what am I going to do? Like the song's never going to get finished. This is awful. And so for a couple of days, like I kind of sat there moping, like as if like there was only one person that could help me finish the song. And then I was like, wait, that's stupid. Like there's a million (laughs) people that can work on music. Um, and then I thought like, wait, why do I have to specifically do this? Um, just like from someone that's local, because at that time I was simply looking for someone to mix it. I wasn't looking to like redo any vocals or redo any bass or guitar or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I had like all of the, what they call them stems, like just the audio raw audio files that I could just send to whoever I wanted. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think one day I was like making a soup. And so I had Spotify running on in the background and I said, okay, next song that comes on that I love the mix of, I'm just going to email that person. Like, as if like, oh, I could just yeah. like read, I like, as if like, I can just email whoever I want and they're going <laughs> to care about who I am. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so, um, the song had it coming by like Pacific came on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought it sounded awesome. It was really high energy it packed a punch. Um, the vocals really in your face, the guitars were huge. And I looked up the credits and saw that, um, Kyle was listed as the mixer. So I emailed his team and they got back to me, I think in a day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really quick. Um, I'd also emailed someone else. I reached out to a different producer as like a backup, but I really wanted to work with Kyle and just, they got back really quick and I thought, okay, this is happening. This is it. He's there. Like, yeah, Kyle loves your song. He wants to, wow. <laughs> but they're like, he wants to do pre-production on the bass. So yeah. it was, so meaning that he wanted to rework like the bass part, re-record it. Um, and then, okay. and then when I finally started talking to him, he's like, yeah, like I want to redo the vocals. Can you like, can you swing that as well? Mm-hmm. And so I thought, yeah, cool, let's do that. And then he's like, yeah. And then we need to fix the guitar and the chorus. And so anyway, my point yeah. is it was like, it wasn't that he just, was like, oh, okay, I can just make a quick buck, like mixing this guy's song. Don't have to meet him, see him. I can just send it right back and it's fine. It was, yeah. he heard it and he heard these things about it. He's like, okay, this is a cool song, but we need to do like this, 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 and that to really make it right. a great song. And the fact that he cared about that was, I mean, that just, it's like, this is the guy, you know? Yeah. That's so cool. He just responded so fast and that, you know, he was able to help you out with all that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so what first got you into music or playing music? Cause I know, uh, Blink-182 is one of the bands that inspires you. So can you tell me about like how they kind of inspired you? Yeah. So, okay. When I was really, really, really young, like two years old, um, three years old. So this is like, <laughs> this is like 1992, 93, a really big yeah. song at that time was, uh, two princes, by oh yeah um, by um why am i blanking on the name of the band i know that. Uh, i love this band uh shoot what's the band's name again i know what song you're talking about i can't da, think da, of the album's pocket full of kryptonite and the band is oh okay it's gonna come to me anyway <laughs> yeah so maybe i heard that later so yeah, yeah i'm gonna like randomly yell it out and like, <laughs> yeah. like what um so anyway, so I heard that song and I thought, okay, I have to play guitar. This is the coolest song ever. And I was in yeah. like nursery school at the time. So I started an air guitar band because that seemed like the right thing to do in nursery school. 
Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I did that, yeah. um, but it wasn't until I mean, then the whole boy band thing blew up, and I was like, I kind of, I always wanted to still play guitar, but I kind of got away from the rock music, and um, yeah, it wasn't until I remember, like, I was on a school trip and I was on the bus in fifth grade, and my best friend at the time had his uh, Sony Walkman. I don't know, yeah. like if you like the, the CD player and it had yeah. the headphones that wrap behind your head. And um, yeah. so so he was listening to something. So I said, hey, what are you listening to? And uh, he said, OK, you got to check this out. So he didn't tell me what it was. And he puts on the headphones on, on me and um, he presses play. And I'm listening like, wow, this is like so fast and it's really catchy. And the guitars are like really cutting. And there's a different guy singing the chorus. That's so cool. I've never heard yeah. two vocalists in one band they're like switching off right. that's really unique um and what i was listening to was i was listening to the mark tom and travis show version of Gamma. okay yeah so yeah that was like i and i knew i had known of blink 182 but the last time i heard them was a couple of years before that i was in third grade and nmo to say it had just come out and i was really into the backstreet boys so yeah. like, i remember carpooling with some friends to school one day and like he's he has his mom put on nmo this day and i'm like Oh, Blink-182, that's so lame. Like, put on the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I obviously changed a little bit. Um, so <laughs> yeah. the back, Backstreet Boys are still great. But yeah, Blink-182, is uh, that became really what defined sort of the direction I wanted to go musically. So I got finally got a guitar in fifth grade and and started learning their songs. And it was great. Cool. Yeah. I, I just looked up the band name. It's Spin Doctors. Oh, yeah. How did I forget that? <laughs> It's the spin doctors. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Uh, so I started learning how to play the guitar about like a year ago. And I also tried teaching myself the drums. And so I know it's very hard to, you know, learn an instrument. So I was wondering if you have any advice for, for people who are just starting out and they might want to start their own band. Yeah. So um, advice for starting out. I think the biggest thing. Well, OK obviously have fun with it and just don't get upset when your fingers hurt a lot at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to happen. <laughs> that is true. Um, and then I think beyond that, like just play the songs that you like to play. And then if you can stomach it, maybe, I don't know, maybe learn a little bit of music theory, not a lot, like mm -hmm. probably know a major scale that might help, but yeah, just yeah. have fun, play the, Oh, Here's the, okay, for like actually really playing and like trying to write music, mm -hmm. try to, I would say like when I'm writing music, I, I'm going by feeling. So actually I kind of forget, like I took guitar lessons for a bunch of years and I guess some of it kind of stayed with me, but I'm always playing for feel. Mm -hmm. And so I think someone that's trying to really like get into it, if they play for feel, if that connects with them, um, that that might, that might work really well. Um, and then I think another thing is in terms of like, from a songwriting perspective, what I try to do is I try to dance around the chord progressions that people find familiar and really enjoyable, but mm -hmm. do it in a way where they might not consciously realize that they're listening to this progression that they love. Um, yeah. So it sounds new and fresh, but at the same time, like, they are. So that's why they're like, I like it, but it sounds different, but I don't know why. I hope they like it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of a strategy yeah. um, that I, I take to songwriting and I don't think cool. someone else can do that too. Yeah. That's interesting. So how did you come up with the name for your band? 
Yeah. So I had thought about a band name for a long time and I was okay. So I was sitting, I was lying in a hospital bed. I was fine, but I was lying in a hospital <laughs> bed and I was just, I, I was like, imagined looking down at myself, like from yeah. above. And I don't know the first thing that I thought of when, when I was like, kind of pretending I was like above my body looking down was like, I am the spirit. And then like, I got kind of a warm, fuzzy tingling feeling in my body, like an activation of the nervous system, I think, I don't know. <laughs> and I thought like, Hmm, that's interesting. And then I wanted to test it. So I thought like, you know, some people say like, like we're made, we're like comprised of like mind, body and spirit. And mm -hmm. so I thought, okay, let me like say to myself, I am the body. And I didn't get like any warm, fuzzy feeling. And then I said, okay, like, I am the mind. No, I am the spirit. And then I got like the warm fuzzy feeling. I thought yeah. like, well, that's kind of a weird name for a band. Like, but you know what? Like, I'm going to sink, like, I'm going to sink my teeth into this and I don't care if it's weird or mm -hmm. like doesn't fit the genre. Um, I'm going to like go a hundred percent in this particular direction and just own it and see what happens. Yeah. I think it sounds cool. Yeah. It, it does sound better than the other two <laughs> options in my <laughs> opinion. It just like gives you like a, like, uh, it sounds more epic, I think. <laughs> Appreciate but, it. Yeah. And one so, of my friends, my friends, like, he's like, one of my friends said, yeah, your band name is like a combination of I am the avalanche and spirit box. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's a good pop punk band name. Thank uh, you. so if you could collaborate with any artist or band, who would it be? Oh, wow. Uh, you know, I think it's an amazing songwriter um, and just uh, uh, Claudio Sanchez from Coed and Cameron. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. he he's always just finding ways to reinvent um, sort of his music and 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 how to like I was saying earlier, how to like dance around these familiar progressions. Um, I, I think he's a mastermind at doing that. So that would be a really cool experience. And his voice cool. is awesome. Yeah. That's a really cool band. So uh, what is your like ultimate goal as an artist or like what would be your dream to accomplish? Like any, like, uh, like would you want to go on tour with a certain band or would you want to have your like own world tour or something? Or would you be okay with like staying as like a smaller band? Ah, well, that's a really good question. You ask really good questions, by the oh, way. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I've just started doing this like recently, like, um, so I'm also in medical school right now and I'll drive to, to campus. I live really close. And so like, I'll just drive back and forth to campus. And so okay. I'll put on, um, I actually recorded four songs with Kyle. Um, and so like, mm -hmm. I'll like, I'll rotate them and I'll like, listen to them while I'm driving to school. And yeah. so I started doing this thing where I like, just try to see what kind of like vision or mental picture comes into my head when I listen to like a particular song that I made. And recently I was sitting in my car and then the vision that came was like, it was like, I was playing Lollapalooza and <laughs> yeah. that was kind of random. I was like, Oh, huh. I, that wasn't the, like consciously, that's not the first thing I would typically think of like, Oh yeah, let's go play Lollapalooza. But it was yeah. like, clearly there I was, it was a big outdoor stage. There was about 5,000 people in the crowd in this vision and like people are crowd surfing and like trying to get over the barricade. It was like, it was cool. I was like, <laughs> Okay, this is like yeah. never gonna happen, but but <laughs> that's the vision. And I thought, okay, it'd be really cool to play like a big festival. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dream big, you know. Yeah. 
so can you tell me a little bit about the lyrics of uh, your new song, Onward and Upward, and kind of what they mean to you? Yeah. Um, so at the time that I wrote that song, I was, um, I was about to go back to school and I was going to move from Florida to Manhattan. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I was to do this pre-med program um, and at an Ivy League, uh, at an Ivy League school. And oh, wow. it was like, and I was kind of like, you know, how like imposter syndrome, like, wow, like I've never gone to a yeah. school like that. Like, can I do this? And then right. like, I'm going to be in a big city and I've got to, even though I grew up in New York, I grew up like in the suburbs and I had never lived in the city before. And it mm -hmm. kind of seemed really overwhelming that I was going to have to make all new friends and this and that. And yeah. it, and, um, and that's, you know, start doubting yourself, like, can I do this? And, and, and then like yeah. other inner demons come that are not even related to like academics. It's just like stuff, like just baggage that's accumulated over the years mm -hmm. and that all comes out. And, um, so the idea was, okay, let me like create this song where I can listen to, listen back to it. And it'll like put me maybe in a more positive headspace to have success in this new change. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's basically, that's basically it. And I think as well, like the chorus, like kind of the main point of the course is to sort of like, given your current circumstances, like given my current circumstances, let me like do the best that I can with what I'm able to do right now. Um, but like, mm -hmm. not also like, don't get complacent. Like, let me continue to work on myself and make myself better, but also be okay with where I'm at now. Yeah. And that's kind of the message. It's like twofold. That's kind of the message. And yeah. um, I guess, I guess it worked. Like I made it to med school. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good message. Uh, so what is your creative process when you write new music? Like, do you write the lyrics first or do you write the music first? Yeah. Okay. That's a really good question. So, um, and I learned a lot about my creative process when after I, so after I had finished this song with Kyle and I was working on some other ones with him, he said, he's like, okay, just like get an acoustic guitar and like try to try to write a chorus on it and get a good vocal hook and get like a good chord progression. Then we'll build it from there. And for two weeks, I tried to do that. And I had never tried to write a song like that before. Oh, cool. <clears throat> so I had, I was always like, I had always um, like did electric guitar and I ignored the vocals. And I tried, I would always typically try to create a chord progression that I really liked and then try to put a like a MIDI drum pattern temp as a temporary drums behind it mm -hmm. that sounded like that that worked. And so for two weeks, I tried this vocals and acoustic guitar. And I remember I kept like, I was like, I remember he, and he would say like, oh, I just FaceTime me like whenever, if you think you have something. So I'd FaceTime him and I'd play it for him. And he'd be like, no, nah, it's not very good. <laughs> he's the coolest, <laughs> nicest guy ever. So he's not like beating yeah. up, but he's like, yeah, no, it's not going to work. And so yeah. I tried it like, I must've I must have FaceTimed him like, five or six or seven times over a couple of weeks. Keeping, I kept yeah. thinking I had something. And then finally I said, you know what? This isn't working. I'm going to go back to how I've always done it, which was the electric guitar, the MIDI drums. And then like, if I feel like I have something, throw in the bass. Um, and I did that. And um, that that sort of solidified. That's how my creative process works. And that's what I did on Onward and Upward as well. Cool. And then vocals yeah. come later. Yeah. That's interesting because a lot of different artists do it different ways. So, yeah. 
So are there any specific venues or places you really want to play sometime in the future? Like they could be big or small. Like I know you mentioned Lollapalooza. That'd be really cool. But is there any other places? Um, honestly, like I would just be like in shock if someone asked me to play. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, other than because I've only ever played open mics and I've played a lot of open mics. Um, yeah. But I, I'm pretty like open, I guess. I mean, even if I was invited to play like, well, not even like a club, like a club size show is like 1500 people. Like I've never played something like that before. And that would yeah. be really cool. So really anywhere, like if I was invited to play, I would just be totally honored that um, someone thought I was like good enough to want to <laughs> invite me along. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. So uh, are there any specific record labels you'd like to be signed to in the future or would you rather like stay independent? Oh, wow. Um, you're making me really uh, dream big here, Noel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, a lot of record labels that I think were cool growing up. Um, yeah, you know, I I don't really I don't really have a particular record label that I would like to be on. I I guess what's cool about what I'm doing now is I get to own everything and I'm not sure how things would change on a record label. Obviously, like mm -hmm. I'd probably get a really big push. And they'd connect me in ways to things that I couldn't on my own, or maybe mm -hmm. I could, but it'd be really difficult. So I guess the answer is no, nothing comes to mind. Um, but yeah, I'm open. Cool. Uh, so are there any bands you've been listening to recently that you would recommend? Okay, let's look at, so <laughs> my liked songs. I have been, oh, you know what song I really like, uh, listened to recently is Sunshine by Goalkeeper. Oh, cool. That's, that's yeah, a cool song. Um, okay. I oh, I've also been listening to um, last night Save my life. I okay. think Derek from State Champs had a hand in doing some work with them. Um, yeah, so I'm just trying to like been trying to explore like some of the smaller bands. Mm -hmm. And um, there's another band that popped up in case we crash. And, um, yeah. and just been cool to see like, what are people coming up with that like haven't totally blown up yet. So that's been really mm -hmm. fun to explore. Cool. Uh, so are you planning on releasing an EP or album anytime soon? Um, yeah. So, okay. So the, the, the plan is, um, going to try to release like one song every maybe two months or so. Um, because I had like, I, I did four with Kyle. And then, um, I, yeah. So I, once those four songs were released, I guess like when the fourth, when the fourth one is released, it'll be like repackaged as an EP. Um, okay. but yeah, that was kind of, that was, that was basically, that was the plan beyond that. I don't know, but, um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with how the four okay. songs came out. Cool. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> to see what you come out with. Uh, so do you have any live shows coming up? None in the works um, that I've been watching some of the artists that have blown up over the past couple of years. And it kind of seems like what ends up happening is like they might it'll sometimes take them a year or two to really blow up, like just on the Internet or on TikTok or on um, Instagram yeah. or on Spotify. And then after that year or two, I guess, like once they have a really big following or, you know, hopefully they do then <laughs> then like things start falling more into place so at the moment nothing in particular um but you know i if 
things work out, then that would be, that'd be really cool. Okay, cool. And since this is the pop punk and pizza podcast, I wanted to ask what's your favorite kind of pizza? All right. So this is like highly specific. Um, <laughs> so dairy doesn't go well with me, but there is this, um, there's a, a, a small pizza chain, um, in Florida called Mr. O one. Like there's one yeah. in Miami, there's one in Naples and there's a few others. And, um, they make, uh, they make a really good non-dairy pizza, like with some kind of coconut crust. Oh, and, that's um, interesting. And I forgot what non-dairy cheese, I don't, yeah. And I forgot what non-dairy cheese they use, but it's really good. And then I just top it with whatever I want. And, yeah. um, and it's, it's awesome. So that's, cool. that's my go-to. I'll have to try that if I, if I go to Florida anytime soon. <laughs> yes, you do have to try it. It's that good. Yeah. Sounds good. So where can our listeners find your music? Everywhere where music can be found. No, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Spotify, I mean, like, um, so I went through DistroKid to, to release my music. So it's yeah. um, on Spotify, Apple Music. Um, I, I don't even know what all the options are, but I think it's like technically in a hundred different places. Okay, cool. Uh, so anything else you'd like to plug or mention before we go, like social media or anything? Uh, oh, so my social media on whatever social media you want to find me on is always I A T spirit. Um, and yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's, that's it. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Noel. This has been awesome. Yeah. It was nice talking to you. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza.